Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. You said on the show last week that you loved 80s music. It's also funny that those are the type of questions that I get the most feedback on this whole thing. <laughs> we should just make this whole thing about pop culture. So if you're an 80s guy, you were saying Ario, Speedwagon, Journey, okay, Stadium Rock. What's your thoughts on New Wave? Do you like like the B-52s and Rick Aisley and all these you know, you know, New I, they're, Wave They're guys? like more one-hit wonders. Like okay. I, I appreciate the one-hit wonders, you know, like a little Love Shack action. So... New Wave can be defined in so many different ways, but there's a couple New Wave bands who I think are epic. 
and others who I think fall in your category that are just kind of one and done. The police, I don't know, I think that people would say it's sacrilegious to say that they're New Wave because they were kind of the forefront of, I don't even know what to say, post-punk into New Wave, kind of. And then the Talking Heads. And I think that anybody that's a huge fan of either of those bands would say, well, that's stupid to pin them on New Wave. New Wave is way less sophisticated. But I love those two bands. Stinging the police, man. I mean, every little thing she does is magic. I got caught rocking. That's funny. I got caught rocking out to that when I was a teacher's aide in eighth grade. And I didn't know there was a classroom right next to me. They were all listening in. And I was kind of doing a little karaoke <laughs> acting. It was probably one of the more embarrassing moments I've had. But, uh, yeah, so I guess to, to answer that question, I'm all for it. He is voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. He's got a lot of chances to embarrass himself because he's on the radio and the TV pretty much every day, no matter where you're looking. But you can find all his stuff at the Grizzly Radio Network as well as uh, we just record a little bit for the Inside the Den podcast. So that'll be up a little later this week. When do you usually uh, release your Inside the Den podcast? Those will come out on Tuesday, so that'll be out there. Coach DeCure with so much good stuff on what we're about to talk about here mm-hmm. in this segment, which is very fitting. And then you're on to – we go through everything. We talk about Grizz basketball, Lady Grizz basketball, the update with spring football now, and now the finality to all that. So that drops on Tuesday. Grizzly coaches shows are starting up as well. Those will be archived edition available Thursday. So there's no shortage of content between Nuanas now, Skyline Sports MT, and the Grizzly Radio Network. Better just dedicate your whole life to it. It's a full-time job. <laughs> it is Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula, statewide, SWX, Montana Television. If you missed anything from the first hour of the show, check it out on that podcast, Nuana is now. You can subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. All your podcast hosting platforms. Spotify is my preferred one, but I know that you know everybody has their thing. Apple Music, it's all over the, the place, so you can definitely find it anywhere. Or if you really want to just find it as easy as possible, just go to the station website, 1029ESPN.com, and just click on the podcast tab. You'll find links to our Grizz Greats podcasts as well as uh, – all of this show's archive podcast as well. Podcast presented proudly by Blackfoot Communications and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Wingate's got a great January promo going on. It's about halfway through January, so you better get down there. Stay two nights in January 2021 and get a free growler and a fill card from Big Sky Brewing. Limited to one freebie per customer. Must book through the hotel directly. But they got a water park. I know a lot of people in this, the listening right now are in Missoula. A little staycation. Take your kids down there. Have yourself a beer while you watch them play at the water park. Or if you need a meeting space, or if you just want to get out of town, or if you got people coming through town, send them to the Wingate by Wyndham. Want to get a hold of us? 361-3688-361-3688. I love to joke off the top because it always uh, gives us a little levity around here during what's been a strenuous and stressful year for I know just about everybody. Uh, But there's one thing that I thought um, during the entire uh, scope of this pandemic, which has seemed like the longest 10 or 11 months in the history of humanity. There have been some moments of of clarity, I think, for uh, us as a society, and there's been moments where we can embrace clarity as well. And I think that Montana State head football coach Jeff Choate said it really well when he was talking about um, the social injustice and the rioting that was going on, everything that was stemming from George Floyd that then basically made for this explosive moment where all of a sudden we're talking about race and society from coast to coast. And Choate said, the one thing that I think that is interesting about where we're at in society right now is the fact that we didn't have sports at this exact moment was making it so that everybody could not turn a blind eye to something that might be an uncomfortable conversation. Instead, we're all having to watch the riots on TV. We're all having to engage in these discussions that for a lot of people, I think, 
would be uncomfortable. And the reason we're delving into this is because if you haven't checked the calendar, if you're completely living under a rock, it is Martin Luther King Day, which is a very, very important day to people in this town, in this community, around the state, and around the entire country. And I think that uh, one of the greatest examples of humanity and uh, humanitarian harmony can be found in the world of sports. On Wednesday, when Sean Rainey joins me, we're going to have our ESPN roundtable in the 5 o'clock hour like we always do. And Xavier Bishop, senior point guard for Montana State, is going to join us. I recorded this interview actually last week, so i give you a little tease. But Xavier Bishop talked about how when he first got to uh, Bozeman, that his best friend became Harold Frey. And I thought to myself, how cool is that? The meshing of cultures. You got guys, you know, got a guy from inner city Springfield, Illinois, and a guy from Oslo, Norway. They could, they're, they're from thousands of miles apart. They couldn't be from different worlds, yet they're best friends. And that's amazing. And I think that for us that work in the sports industry, that's why this has bothered all of us so much, is that we get to see firsthand how wonderful and inspiring it is when you do have a true coalescing of cultures, where you do have guys that come from all over the country and a lot of times all over the world and come together for a common good. And that's what you see in sports. I I, I was watching the Grizz walk off the court against Northern Colorado. And I was just thinking, man, uh, Josh Bannon and Kyle Owens and Derek Carter Hollinger and Josh Vasquez, we're all razzing each other. I was thinking, you got an Australian, you got a couple African American guys, and then you got a Hispanic guy that are all from completely different walks of life, and they're just all laughing at the exact same jokes. They're all the best of friends, and this is why sports so cool. And I think it's why it's been so hard for us to compartmentalize all this because we're around people of all different backgrounds all the time, and so it's just outrageous to me that you wouldn't want to get to know everybody from every different background because it's so interesting. That's a great take, and I think you throw in someone too with a Mac Anderson uh, from Montana, and so no that completes it in the sense of. Yes, we watch sports and we don't see different layers of a person whatsoever, right? And it is so frustrating that you look and I'll admit during the last seven, eight months, I know everybody's probably went through a time or a spell of it. I try and avoid the news as much as possible because of of how depressing that it might be. But sports, to me, I think life is the ultimate team sport. And to have everyone on the same page, all for one, to to move forward together towards a common goal. And we are fortunate that we get to see that. And I, it's hard to see racism on the outside of it all the time of where it's a constant conversation. And I love even more so the last six to nine months, it's just really felt like culture that student athletes and coaches have stepped up. They have stepped up big time that we all know enough is enough. And to play this is such a great um, example of what this day is about and what these guys are trying to accomplish. And I mean, you look at their teams all the way around the board, men's basketball today, it came out, they they created a diversity education library on campus. Mm -hmm. And, And that's to set the trend and to pass the torch to the younger generation where hopefully we don't have to continue to have these social injustice, the, the, the protest, everything in between. So um, I've been, I've never been prouder of student athletes and coaches for the last six to nine months. And I know you certainly echo that too. I think that there's a misconception or a complete misunderstanding amongst a, a large sector of our society. When people say, ignorant things like shut up and dribble, it drives me nuts. Because on one hand, I think that sports has revealed so thoroughly what the American dream can be. 
you can go from nothing to being a, a multi, multi-millionaire because of your talents. If you work hard, you recognize your talents, you embrace them, and you stay the course, you can go from being... I mean, Jimmy Butler was homeless. And Jimmy Butler's playing in the NBA Finals this last year. Jimmy Butler is making millions of dollars to play basketball, and he should. He deserves it. Although every guy that is a professional athlete... They absolutely deserve the money that they're paid, both from an economic standpoint, a business standpoint, and a cultural influence standpoint. So on one hand, we've seen so many tremendous, specifically black men, rise up and assume platforms. But on the other hand, we're still stuck in a place where those a lot of, a lot of people in our society, especially of color, are repressed. And I think that we need to, on one hand, athletes have such a huge platform. That's why they use the platform. I've been so impressed with the guys at the University of Montana specifically. Uh, Samari Torre, Sammy Akim, Trajan Cotton, who we'll hear from here in a little bit, Omar Hicksanu. Those guys all took a stand. When the, the whole scandal with the Derby football coach was going on, those guys took a stand on Twitter, and those guys straight up used social media to get the school board to readdress the entire controversy, and that guy doesn't have a job anymore. That is direct correlation in terms of you making uh, affirmative action and having it make a difference. Using your voice in a positive way. No question. And those guys should be very proud of themselves. We'll get to Trajan Cotton here in a little while as well. It is Nuanas now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. But the other point I think is worth making is that I think that the precursor to racism is prejudice. The root word of prejudice is prejudge. You're prejudging someone because you don't know them. So I would challenge everybody that's listening to this to go find somebody from a different background. They don't necessarily have to have a different color of skin than you, but there's all sorts of diversity you can explore. Diversity when it comes to intellectuality, when it comes to uh, your socioeconomic status in the world, when it comes to your age, all of those things. Go find someone from a different background and talk to them. Because I think that the majority of the time when people say, I hate this, I hate that person, I hate, 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 you just, because you don't know them. How many people have you ever actually gotten to know that you actually hated? If you just get to know them and talk to them, you'll find something redeeming about that person almost unabashedly. And I would just challenge people to go and explore because it will help you grow and it will help us grow collectively. The closed-mindedness of some people when it comes to that really bothers me. And I think that's exactly what you're hinting on, too, of just prejudge right away. Prejudice, prejudge somebody just for um, an opinion from someone else. I think it's also incredibly lazy to do that as well. It's the it's the easy way out. Take a half second more and just think and, and listen. I think that you know we go back all the time to just basic human decency back and forth, right? Listen to somebody, just talk, give them a chance, and um, you'll see that it <laughs> you open your eyes up to a, a different world and one that um, is all about inclusion, I believe. And, and hopefully, Coulter, in our lifetime, we get to that point where it becomes more and more of that because that's exactly what we need. August 28th, 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. delivered one of the great speeches, one of the most iconic speeches in the modern history of America and the modern history of the Western world. And when he called for civil rights and economic rights and to end racism in the United States, it was delivered to over a quarter million people in Washington, D.C. Just a short eight months later, Martin Luther King was assassinated. This is Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech in its duration. King, they are. I am happy to join with you today in what will go down in history 
as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, a great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. 100 years later, the life of the Negro is still sadly crippled by the manacles of segregation and the chains of discrimination. 100 years later, the Negro lives on a lonely island of poverty. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal.
Luther King gave that speech August 28th, 1963, a short eight months later. He was assassinated. It is Martin Luther King Day. It is Nuanas Now. Riley Corker joining me in studio. A little bit more of a somber tone here, but this is a good perspective from a local perspective. On December 2nd, Trajan Cotton joined Ryan Tutel and myself. He had recently written an essay for the Montanan Magazine, which is the University of Montana uh, on-campus publication comes out about once a month. It's a great magazine. All, all of the alumni at University of Montana get it, but if you don't, if you're not an alum or you don't get it, you're going to want to. It's really good. Uh, they do a re- great job on it. But they did uh, their faces in a crowd section. About half a dozen student athletes from the University of Montana, all African American, and each of them wrote just uh, about a 500 word essay about what their experience. Uh, being black in Missoula was like. So here's Trajan Cotton on what his time in Missoula has been like since he first came to Montana as a transfer from Oregon State. Moving to Missoula, obviously, you know, coming from Sacramento originally, uh, you know, very diverse place. Corvallis, I'm not really sure what the makeup is, but what's it been like for you to be in Missoula? And I know you, uh, you know, have spent a lot of time thinking and working on, you know, diversity and equality and and racial justice issues uh, in general since you've been here. Great article in the Montanan, the alumni magazine uh, that uh, that you wrote an essay for, and, and I know that that is an important part of, of your life and your view right now. And What's it been like for you in Missoula uh, since you've been here in that respect? Uh, yeah, Missoula, Missoula is a great place. There's a lot of food. It's, it's like coming from a city like Sacramento, uh, you know, Sacramento's busy. It's busy. It's busy. In Montana, Montana's just like calm. Like cars just be cruising, and like I don't know, it's just the scenery and everything is just calm. And um, but you have to face the fact that it, it, it's not a lot of diversity here. And at, at Oregon State, it, it, it wasn't it, it was diverse enough. I think the athletics part of Oregon State was real diverse. It was a lot of a lot of different nationalities on the football team, on the basketball team, and. And that diversity really isn't even 
here in Montana sports. So that, that that's that's the big difference. And then after everything that happened with like the George Floyd and the social injustice that's been going on, I feel like I, I needed to step up and make a change, you know. And then I that's when I joined the Athletics Diversity and Inclusion Committee. I was blessed to be nominated and I took my nomination and uh, we're fighting for equality, justice, and unity for, uh, you know what I mean, black people. And I feel like this is huge. I feel like me doing it here and people actually listening to the message I'm trying to, that we, the committee, are trying to uh, set out. I feel like just, just listening. I feel like we just need to educate people. That's what it is. It's just ignorance and um we just really just need to educate people on the issues that are going on because sometimes people are stuck in their bubble in their bubble you know a lot a lot of my teammates may have never went through the experience that i went through as a black man here you know so i, I feel like they just need to to listen and i feel like i feel like we're doing a great job on the committee uh we, we all got these we got bracelets made that has equality justice and unity on them that we've been passing out to student athletes and um it, it, it's it's been great. It's been great so far. An athletic team can be such an example of multiculturalism, of diversity. And I, 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 a lot of times in Montana, some of the most diverse sectors of uh, a rather non-diverse population are like the football team, the basketball team. You see it both in Montana, Montana State. So do you feel like the harmony that you guys work with as teammates has, an, has a, a chance to set an example for the community? Because it seems to me like this is the greatest example of people from different backgrounds and races and nationalities working together. Exactly. I feel like sports sports brings people together. You know, like my, 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 my teammates that are white, black, Mexican, like that doesn't mean nothing to me because I just see brothers that I'm going to war with, you know, and People, I, I just don't like when people say that they don't see color because to an extent you have to see color. You have to know the, the differences that people are going through. You know what I mean? So I feel like we're, we're trying to get that message across that you have to see color to an extent and act accordingly. Yeah, you know, I think it's so important for... Uh, that message to be sent and, and, and especially, you know, the in- inclusivity group that, that you are a part of and the message that's trying to be sent there, I think is, is such an important one, especially, you know, in a place where we don't have, like you said, I mean, there's not a ton of diversity in that respect, but also for you to come to a place like Montana, has it been educational for you to go, oh, wow, okay, this is kind of what rural Canadian bordering state is sort of like, and, and maybe there's some fun in there too, right? To do some things that maybe you haven't gotten to do or see some things that you hadn't seen before. Exactly. Exactly. I, I never, you could ask me a year ago, I, I, don't, I never thought I'll end up in Montana. <laughs> this is a state I never really thought I'll have to visit or live in, you know? So coming here and just seeing how life is really just different here. I mean, it, it, it's been it's been nice though. It's been nice. It, it's it's a it's a nice change. Um, like there's mountains surrounding us, with snow. Like I'm from I'm from California. We don't we don't get no snow. <laughs> right. so, <laughs> yeah. So like the snow. You know, I'm I'm seeing deer run run across the road when I'm driving. 
it's just it's just a different scenery and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. I thought the one thing that was uh, so telling of the power that a platform can provide is when you and a couple of your teammates, Omar Hexono, Sammy Kim, Smart Toure, uh, I know that there was the controversy down in the in, in the Bitterroot with the Derby football coach and and all the, uh, you know, just straight offensive comments that he made. But I know that you guys really kind of took a stand against that and you really spoke out on behalf of, of people around the United States, basically, saying this is not okay, we can't stand for this sort of uh, prejudice, this sort of um, racist comments. And, and, and they made a difference. I, that guy ended up having to be forced into resignation he doesn't have the job as the head football coach. So, did, did that give you a sense of of maybe empowerment, knowing that you know you do have a platform and people actually are listening to what you have to say? Definitely, I feel like Sam Sammy's a great dude, and and, and he, I feel like he, him here in Missoula, he's he's one of the top figures uh, behind like the Black Lives Matter and things like that. He, he makes sure his voices are heard, and I, I just seeing him stand on what he represents and standing so strong. And then, you know, Omar, Omar's the same way. Uh, when we was at Oregon State, Omar was a part of the Black Student Union too. So he he's already familiar with and getting involved with, with things like this. And then Samori too, you know, we all, we all, cause that, we were kind of clicked together, you know, and we were all just talking about this. Like we have to use our platform for change. And we felt like we were we weren't gonna we weren't doing our people right if we didn't use our platform for change. And like the Darby situation, like it, it was just shocking how nobody was really saying nothing about it. So we feel like we had to do something because because I couldn't imagine my my kid or my nephew or something playing under a coach like that. <laughs> like I, I didn't understand I didn't understand it. So we definitely had to speak out and make sure the right thing happened in that situation. And I feel like we, we've just been rolling ever since. That's how you use your platform. Those young men should be proud. It is Nuanez now, Martin Luther King Day. A good and worthwhile discussion. If you miss anything on it, check it out on the podcast. Back to having fun, NFL, with Riley Corgan right after this. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Now he's really playing your one-hit wonders. This really fits. I mean, this is good. I, I see the I see the story that you're weaving through here, Reese. It's good. <laughs> name that name the tune. Come on, who sings uh, it? Tommy Tuto. Okay, good. There you go. Yeah, one-hit uh, wonder. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Jenny. That's not our number to the radio show. <laughs> if you want to call in, don't call 8675309. I think we'd have more callers than you could possibly imagine if we <laughs> so, changed our number to that. So uh, true. How mad was the person that had that as their number when that <laughs> song first came out? If you want to call us right here at Duanas now, Riley Corcoran in studio with me, Coulter Duanas. You can call us 361 3688 361 3688. You can also text that number. And uh, Reese will forward those right along to us. If you want to find us online, especially on the Sochmeds, social media, Facebook backslash ESPN Missoula. 
We uh, also are on the Twitters at 1029 ESPN at Skyline Sports MT at Voice of the Grizz. It's time for some NFL. It was a great weekend of football. This is the portion of the season where I start to get depressed. People say, why? And I say because that was the peak of existence uh, where you can watch four games in their duration. First of all, Riley, I have a question for you. Where are you at with Red Zone? Because I hate it. I think it's such a microcosm of where we're at in society today that people only want to watch the touch. You do not. So we like the story of the game, right? You don't get the story of the game. From the Red Zone channel, if you want to watch touchdowns, watch the highlights afterwards. Go back to the old school. Watch Chris Berman's fastest three minutes. That's all you need to do for highlights. I'm not a Red Zone fan either. you got to watch the game to understand what's happening throughout. I like watching the 14-play drives. I know I'm probably in the minority there. Not a Red Zone channel fan. I mean, my whole thing is that half of – and I know that the majority of people that watch the NFL – Watch it on a broad level, a fantasy football gambling level, or you know their team, and that's it. Or what are regional teams? The ebbs and flows of the chess match that occur during any given football game are the por- portion of the game that's the most interested to me. I want to see the different defensive alignments. I want to see what the defensive front looks like in given down and distances. I want to see the performance of the offensive line, the pre-snap motions, all that. When you just give me the touchdowns or the plays in the inside the 20, it doesn't give you even close to the, the, the full sample size of the game. Well, it takes you to the next level of understanding the game and wanting to I guess understand what happens. More of just to go from A to B, you can understand of why. And I think what you're leading on here is that there's no red zone channel for this week. Basically, you got one one game at a time, and it probably drove people nuts when it was a blowout of a game, maybe that Packers game early on. That's what I'm saying. We got a chance to watch the full games, and that's the beauty of it all. Let's start out with number one. This is a Montana sports show, so we're going to give a little Big Sky Conference angle the uh, first of all, the, the weekend got started off with the Packers, uh, pretty decided win over the Rams. I thought the Rams just kind of ran out of gas. The Packers are exactly where we thought they would be. Um, it's amazing the difference in opinion of a thirteen and three season back to back years. But the, this Packers team is rolling. I think they're the favorites in the NFC. But the night game on Saturday featuring the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills, a great one. But the hero of the game. It's either Taron or Teron. Riley and I are still debating, but Teron Johnson is what we always called him when he was at Weaver State. They were calling him Taron Johnson during the broadcast. Apologies to Mr. Johnson. Uh, he's been on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast with me several times. He was the Big Sky Conference defensive MVP in 2017 at Weaver State. And a guy that I think that absolutely got the nod of the coaches in the league because they had so much respect for him. And I think a lot of people around the league were like, well, why? who's that guy? He was the first corner in the history of the league to win Big Sky Defensive MVP. And he was literally like the Deion Sanders of the Big Sky. He had very pedestrian numbers because no one threw at him because he was just that good. He was different. I remember that game. It was Bob Stitt's final year when the Grizz went down to Weber State and they got trucked in Johnson was, I think it's Teron, by the way. Teron Johnson absolutely was a game changer. He passes the eye test. When you watch him play and you try and break down 22 players, he stands out. And and that's the biggest compliment I can give him because, yes, at corner, he's not going to be the guy that leads the country in breakups because... 
people just aren't going to throw to his side. He he was different. I never second guessed the MVP side of things, and it's really cool to see. This is one I'd ask you as someone that really follows the league and alums and everything in between. Was that maybe the greatest moment for a Big Sky player in the playoffs? I mean, one of them, I would say. Uh, well, Yon Center making a field yep. goal in the Super Bowl. It's got to be up there, Montana that, State for sure. alum, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other big moments. Timmy Houck from Montana has, has played in the playoffs during his 13-year NFL career. But a singular play to have that I kind mean, of play a, and a impact. 106-yard pick six to send your team to the to the championship game when you're the Bills and you haven't been there in since before Teron Johnson was alive. And it, it, it has to be up there. And it was a 14-point swing. I mean, people forget, if that's a touchdown, it's 10-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. That was the game. It was game over after that. Um, impressive. It's so funny, too, because I do think there's a promotional element of trying to get your players' names out there. But the one thing, well, not the one thing. I love a lot of things about Jay Hill. I think he's an excellent coach at Weber State. But I appreciate uh, his candidness, but also his um, non-exaggeration of his his individual talents. Every guy he has touted to me as a potential borderline or surefire NFL guy, and it hasn't been a ton. There's only been a handful of them during his time at Weber State, but he's been right. He's good at evaluating that kind of stuff, and they've had as many NFL guys as anybody in the league. It is Nuwana's now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, and, and that was a huge win by, for the Buffalo Bills, no, no question about it. Yesterday's games, uh, I thought, were... Um, Filled with all sorts of intrigue, both storylines before and after the game and also storylines during the game. The Patrick Mahomes injury was scary. We don't need to get into demeaning whether it was a true concussion or not. It looked to me like he did not take a helmet-to-helmet hit or a hit to his head. It looked to me like he got choked out. Choked out, twisted of the neck. I thought maybe like a severe pinched nerve and then choked out. I mean, he obviously <laughs> didn't. He wasn't right when he bo- did the whole bob and weave when he got up. I think everybody at that moment would go, whoa, whoa, something isn't right here. You're right. It was one of the maybe the weirdest concussions you would see because they deemed it a concussion out of the game, everything in between. But then afterwards, we were surprised by how optimistic they were. Because I know that, right. I mean, people follow this a lot, too, with what the line might come out as. Yep. Well, it was it was thought of when Kansas City won that game, when the clock hit triple zero and the game was over, that at that moment, Pat, Pat Mahomes is probably not playing the next week. Sure. Buffalo opened at a one-point favorite. Yep. Then all of a sudden, Andy Reid, no, 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 he's fine. He's doing great. He's there. Now Kansas City's favored by three and what you'd expect. But, whoa, that, that was a weird twist. This is a... Man, I don't want to like go into a controversial angle because it's not controversial. <laughs> because, okay, let me state this. Patrick Mahomes suffered an injury that was serious. He clearly lost consciousness. He was clearly very uh, wobbly and not himself. Fact. I don't think he incurred a concussion. But that doesn't mean he can't be put in concussion protocol. You can be put in concussion protocol without suffering a concussion. And there's a variety of severities of concussions. And even if you don't have a concussion, it doesn't mean you don't have a brain injury as well. To me, I thought that, first of all, for his own well-being, they couldn't let him go back in the game. But more importantly, for the just the optics of the league, when you have the face of the league, the most popular player in the league, stumbling and clearly completely out of it, you can't just trot him back out there and say, well, he doesn't have a concussion. He only got choked out because he was still unconscious on the field. So here nor there, Patrick Mahomes was hurt, but I think that if it was a situation where he lost consciousness, not because of an actual blunt force trauma to the head, that's why he's going to be active this next week because he doesn't actually have a concussion. He just had a, a brain injury. I shouldn't say, shouldn't say just. It's serious. But I think that that's why you have accelerated um, 
availability for this upcoming week. How many people do you think in a one, two-hour stretch were Googling NFL concussion protocol when he got right. here? I mean, as far as, because that was the first question. Well, was it a mandatory seven days? Whatever it might be. And for the people that are still wondering that out there, it's a couple days off, then moderate activity. You clear it, then you're clear. So, I he will be fine. He will play, is what I'm saying, I think, this weekend. And that was the, the biggest factor of it all. But, boy, how about the play calling? Talk about some kahunas to call that on th- the third down play. The, the run by Henny was incredible. Then the fourth down play call. You deserve it, Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid. To do that with your backup quarterback, there's your season. I mean, I would have said that Baker Mayfield from the 50-yard line would have been able to go down and score at the end. That was the season on fourth and one, and they threw it. Not only did they go for it, they threw it. That was, to me, the sequence of the weekend. Andy Reid, Big Red, one of the best coaches <laughs> in the modern history of the NFL. He really, he really is. He's affirming his legacy right now. We're going to get into the, uh, the battle of the two oldest men in the world right after this. Golter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. Should I stay or should I go? It's always taste, taste, taste. This is also fitting going into the final segment of the show, by the way, too, Reese. Love nice. it. Love the clash. This is another Let's yep. see. This is, there is good music from the 80s. It's just not Journey. When I said that right away, you, you were about ready to throw me off the show. <laughs> and now it's like, okay, we found some going. Thanks, Reese. You, you validated my point, man. I love it. 1029 ESPN Missoula. It's Nuanez Now. You can also find us statewide on SWX Montana Television. We also got the hottest podcast in the entire Treasure State. It's the archiving of this show. I shouldn't say that. There's all sorts of great podcasts out there. We're on most of them because that's all we do is talking to microphones. We're that vain. If you want to find the podcast, go to 1029ESPN.com. Click on the podcast tab. You can find anything we talked about in the beginning of the show. We had the Montana Basketball Hour breaking down all things Big Sky Conference and high school hoops in the state of Montana. Also, a little bit of a more somber but important conversation about Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody out there. 
And uh, again, once again, I encourage you to go have a conversation with somebody that's different than you. They don't have to necessarily look different. There's all sorts of diversity in this world, whether it's age, sex, whatever it might be, socioeconomic status, go have a conversation with somebody different. That's how we make the world a better place. And, of course, we keep on rolling through the NFL. Uh, Riley, this uh, night game last night was touted as the matchup between the two oldest men in the world. (laughs) And uh, one of them found the fountain of youth still. He still looks 28 years old and in every form and fashion. And the other one looked like that might have been his last game. Uh, Tom Brady leads the Tampa Bay Buccaneers past Drew Brees. And... uh, Drew Brees has always been one of my favorite players. Love Drew Brees. Love the Saints. Love the continuity he has with Sean Payton. Uh, but last night, Drew Brees just he didn't look like an elite quarterback, and uh, TB12 did. Yes, and that is the main takeaway from it. I think that although that everyone's going to love the storylines this week, and it could be a completely different game when it's Brady against Rodgers, the fact of the matter was the quality of play in that final game really didn't live up to what the matchup was. I thought that, I mean, Drew Brees looked like a shell of himself. And I think the last couple of weeks, I mean, it's very clear that now when you're hearing all the reports that he's done that that the decision was made he broke 11 ribs right and right. so and he also has that lingering side effects from the hand injury he had last year too exactly i mean you throw that into the mix he's clearly not 100% he rushed it he rushed coming back because he knew hey this is it i mean i got to got to do everything i can but clearly he cannot make the throws that he was used to. It, it's sad to see, but also at the same time, all the great ones come to this point. There's very few that get to write the perfect script, the ending of it. And I think that when you become an all-time great, you know when you've reached that level that I can't perform to what my body will allow me to anymore. And unfortunately, that's where it's at with Drew Brees. I'm the same way as you. I've loved his story, kind of the underdog story all the way through to yep. become the guy that he is. Um, that's one side of the the narrative from this. The other is the um, the amazing Tom Brady. I mean, I, I can't. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, 14 championship games in 19 years. Here, here's the that's tale. nuts. Here's the tell of tape. Drew Brees has thrown for more than 80,000 yards, 575 touchdowns. The first is the all-time most in the history of the NFL. The second is only bested by Tom Brady, and it's only bested by Tom Brady because Drew Brees missed so much time this year. Drew Brees has had a phenomenally successful career. Yet he, if this is the end, which I don't know, Jay Glazer reported before the game that Brees will retire, and then Brees stayed on the Superdome field until the wee hours of the night last night. But we'll see. I think it's going to be harder than, than maybe he thinks to walk away, particularly because they have two of the best skill guys in the league in Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. That's here and there. Drew Brees, if it's over, ends his career 9-9 and in the playoffs. Nine playoff wins is a, is a good number. Tom Brady now is 32-11 and in the playoffs. He's now 14-2 and in the divisional round. This is his 14th title game, and he's going for what? Is it 10th or 11th Super Bowl appearance? This, this should next. be appearance number 10. He's 6-3 and in the Super six Bowl. 6-3 and three in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. And uh, here, here's the thing. You talk about... Uh, stubborn and stalwart leadership, Tom Brady is is going to be such a demanding figure in every organization that he's a part of, no matter what he's doing, until the day he dies. And it's going to rub at, at least half, if not probably more than half of the people the wrong way. And Tom Brady is so, is so focused, he's so singularly focused that he's never going to let up. He's never going to let up. And when they were going through all the drama and they were going through all their inconsistencies and they were getting their just butts absolutely kicked, like they got their butts kicked by the Saints the first time they played this, or the second time, I guess, because they played in the opener. They got their butts kicked the second time they played really bad. And I was thinking, well, man, it's all over for, for Tom and Tampa. Well, not so much. You could see them turn the corner. You could see him physically turn a corner, but also just their continuity on offense. 
basically, if you don't listen to Tom Brady, it's not happening. And all of a sudden, now he's got everybody listening to him. And I know that you think that the Packers are a big-time favorite in the NFC title game, but I wouldn't write this guy off just yet. He, he, he always finds a way. It'd be a huge mistake. And, I mean, you just go back. They dominated the Packers 38-10 to early, so you know they're capable of doing it. I think it's really interesting and great for the NFL, these storylines, Coulter, for the final four teams. But to me, you have the two best teams all year long in yep. the Packers and the Chiefs against the two hottest teams sure. in the Bills and the Bucks. The Bucks have won six in a row. The Bills are at seven at this point. So it, great matchups this weekend. I know that you're going to have fun on the show talking about it. We'll, we'll at least dive in. You'll at least give me a couple minutes to go for predictions tomorrow, I know, on this for championship weekend. But, but the storylines are just immense. And you're right. You can't, you can't write off Tom Brady whatsoever. The fact that he has the chance to beat these three quarterbacks in a row would be ridiculous. I mean, if he went Man. Breeze, Rodgers, Mahomes. Oh, buddy. It, w- it would be something spectacular. Or even Josh Allen, too. I always... I always gripe about the way the national media covers the NFL because I do think it's low-hanging fruit a lot of times. They never tell you about DeForest Buckner. They always tell you about Drew Brees. But that's okay. From this perspective, though, the NFL has to just be absolutely salivating because you got the upstart gunslinging kid from Wyoming and Josh Allen. you got the face of the league and Patrick Mahomes. you got the... The dude who who I think most people would say is at least the most talented quarterback to ever play in Aaron Rodgers, and then you got the GOAT in Tom Brady. The league couldn't be happier, I think, when it comes to quarterbacks to spin this championship weekend. What I love is Buffalo Green Bay is a possibility, one that you called early and one that we've been talking about. How cool would it be in a year of, the, of 2020 and the weirdness, you'd have the two really homegrown teams win, right? Buffalo Green Bay are two of the smallest market NFL yep. teams, but you could make a case the two most passionate fan bases. There's a chance it could be Bills Packers. That would be cool to me. I'll just say right now, that's what I'm rooting for. That would be a great matchup. Man, I was thinking that during the Chiefs-Browns game. I was thinking if the Browns actually pull this off, this would be the most 2020 thing ever, that the Browns and the Bills would play in the AFC Championship. Like, the world (laughs) might just end at that exact moment. When Mahomes went out, I was thinking... This would be the script to end the 2020 right? season. That Mahomes goes out and his Bills Browns to go Shout to the Super Shout out to Bowl. all of our resident Chiefs fans. I'm glad you survived. I was worried about a couple of you. You know who you are. <laughs> I thought you might actually perish yesterday. The freakouts that were happening when Mahomes was in the oh, locker room man. were unprecedented. Um, but more NFL tomorrow and a whole bunch of other stuff too. We'll have our Treasure State Stars as we do every Tuesday, highlighting the best performances from around the league. And we'll also uh, talk a little bit of high school athletes from the city of Missoula and why basketball seems to be the bigger avenue to the big time. Nuanez now, Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, Coulter Nuanez. Thanks so much for joining us. See you tomorrow. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.